This program contains subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Your discretion is advised. Before I start the show here, um, uh, first and foremost, um, I got to get this off my chest. Um, uh, like I said, guys, it's it's it, it's been a wild week, you know, with podcasting. You know, as we've seen, you know the uh, the late passing of uh, Queen Elizabeth II uh, the other day, uh, which is getting uh, a, a tremendous amount of reaction uh both on the left and the right uh the left uh, expressing you know extremism and 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 their remarks to it on the right uh you know mixed reactions on the right uh let's just leave it like that mixed reactions but guys before i get this uh, you know get to this show today uh which i'm labeling extremism in america uh dangerous rhetoric uh because it is it's 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 becoming very very dangerous the wording in this country, but I got to get this off my chest, guys. Um, just yesterday, okay, uh, there was a show uh, by a uh, a certain extremist uh, leftist podcaster, uh, which I won't go into names and everything, you know, for publicity uh, uh, purposes. But um, this certain podcaster uh, has been attacking my show uh, for quite some time. And a lot of people are like, well, what do you mean, Michael? Uh, well, he, he's been getting into this dialogue uh, with certain panelists on my show, okay? Uh, basically using the panelists as leverage uh, to, you know, uh, to, to not only attack my show, uh, but to make a mock monarchy, or, or excuse me, let me rephrase the words, a mockery, there we go, uh, to attack conservative values, Okay, and I got to give credit to where it's due. This guy uh, not only is he an extremist, but I mean it's 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 kind of smart, you know, to use you know another panelist from another show uh, to basically uh, use him as a guinea pig, you know, to 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 create leverage, to create like you know the dirt sheet of Savage Unfiltered here uh, to get a little bit of insights. Folks, um, I'm going to say one thing here. I respect even my panelists or guests or anybody I bring on this show. If they want to go to another show, whether it's a far left, a right, a conservative, whatever type of podcast, talk show, by all means, go ahead. <laughs> you don't have an open contract on this show. You're allowed to express your views anywhere you desire, okay, just like any other podcast or talk show. But to to literally show disrespect on another show is on a different ball game. I'm going to say to this, okay, guys, I'm going to get a little unfiltered. I think it is a total disrespect by this certain podcaster, this leftist, this scumbag, to go to this avenue. That's all I have to say about this. But before I get into the show, guys, 
check out some of this crap that I'm talking about. I don't like plugging in other shows, but I'm going to plug it in because I want you to understand that I'm not making this stuff up, folks. This is exactly the extremism that we're seeing in this country. This is why we are the way we are. Check this clip out. Love for bandwagon mentality, guys. This is what. This is another reason why I went off as well, is because there. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to throw any snowballs or anything like that. But there's somebody who's always constantly referring to me as your part. He's always talking about the Democratic Party as your party. He can't get it through his head that. Um, I don't have a party that I don't have a party because these two parties don't represent me. They don't represent you. They represent the 1% that own more wealth than the bottom 90% combined. And that's what I'm trying to talk about. But people with bandwagon mentality, boot licking natures automatically think that I have a party because they are saying they can't comprehend or grasp that I don't belong to a party. I've rejected that fucking, uh, that indoctrination because they've, they've rejected me. And I feel like that's just a, it's a one it's just another representation of people mourning the queen. Uh, someone, Earl Sausalitzen, Jimmy the Rants from Bootlickers Unfiltered, and Jamar Jabari, the Voice of Change podcast. That's not true. Savage Unfiltered. <laughs> All right, whatever you you because, uh, now the clip I played, you know I I. I want to express the anger and the frustration because I'm seeing it on other shows. There are other extremists on other shows that are re- reflecting to this crap. I've seen other shows get attacked. The great Bongino, the great Dr. Savage, Tucker Carlson constantly getting attacked. Why? Are they jealous? But before we get into that, I want to bring in um, a uh, regular panelist here to the show. Uh, he's the author of Terror Strikes Coming to a City Near You, uh, Mr. Joseph M. Leonard. Welcome back to the show, sir. How are you doing today? Doing well, Michael. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, I checked out that other show. <laughs> Again, yeah. not well, I said he, so you know it's a he, but he's yeah. not worth mentioning his name. And I love... Savage Unfiltered. So off my couch laughing at him because he claims to be a free thinker, quote unquote, and then spends all his shows vomiting DMC talking points and spin. It's like watching The View. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly like watching The View, you know? But here's here's my thing, Joseph. Exactly. You nailed it on the spot. Like watching The View. What is it, like a View point two point oh? Uh But, you know, to get to that avenue, you know, this – I'll try to be respectful on the show because I'm not going to, I'm not going to stoop to, uh, to the, to the, you know, the, the leftist ways because they're, they're, they're deranged. They're, they're, they're a bunch of psychotic nut jobs, but you know, um, you know, to stoop to that level, uh, Joseph, I, I think, I think it's desperate. You know, I really do. I, I think, I think it's desperate when they, when they use people like that to correct, to create a leverage. Well, it is. It's absolutely it's desperation. And it's trying to piggyback off of the success of others uh, 
you know, to try to garner an audience for themselves. And, you know, there's good-natured bantering and at, at places like Greg Gutfeld has ongoing running jokes about uh, Brian Stelter. Well, oh, Brian God. Stelter was on Greg Gutfeld's Red Eye show when it was on. So, I mean, they know each other and there's a degree of teasing going on and fun and just humor. It's not, it's not uh, malicious attacking. It's meant to, you know, bring a little lightheartedness as opposed to viciousness and, and like, you know, trying to co-opt somebody else's audience <laughs> like what's yeah, going on here. I hear you. Uh, but before we continue the show, uh, I want to welcome everybody um, uh, joining the show here, the co-host of the show, uh, Soslin Timison. Uh, how's it going, Sos? Uh, it's going pretty good. I just got my interview with Amy Sinha up uh, loaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so it's a very good interview. Uh, Michael, I'm going to invite you personally. Um, I know we talked behind um, off, off the air. Uh, the next episode we do, which will probably be in October, I'm going to personally invite you uh, to join Amy Sinha as we do another special episode with Amy Sinha. I'm going to personally invite you on your show. Well, I appreciate the invite, Sosslin. Thank you very much. No problem. You know, I want to touch base on this. You know, I know that with the extremists, there's one particular podcaster that I was very, uh, very off put last night. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna label names on the show, Sauce, for uh, for publicity issues. No, but uh, no, yeah, I'm get not ahead. gonna mention his name. I'm not gonna mention his name, but I was very off put by it because he, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. It's the the podcasting and the so far extreme has gotten so far like to a point where they're threatened. Like for instance, you look at the view and you look at uh, CNN commentators, they're straight out extremists, you know, like uh, Leonard, you mentioned Greg Gutfeld. The Greg Gutfeld does a fantastic job because he doesn't commentary. He makes you laugh and he doesn't go like, he doesn't threaten um, like what's it, the twinkle boy or Twinkie boy. Uh, Stalter, he doesn't threaten his life and he doesn't threaten his family, unlike the other commentators on CNN, MSNBC do. They go too far and they and they have the audacity to say and to uh, praise the Biden administration for calling out the um, MAGA Republicans and just the Republicans as now terrorists that are within this country as domestic terrorists. They have the audacity to go along with the bandwagon and can't look through all the BS and say, man, why is it so weird that um, they're being compared? This explains why we're divided and they're purposely trying to invoke a civil war among each other, amongst each other. Am I right, Leonard? Yeah, and this is after the whole summer of love as the Washington governor, or was it the Portland mayor, tried to call uh, when they Antifa and black-lying Marxists literally took over the streets, rioted, looted, burned down black communities, killed people, people died. The only person that died in January 6th was Ashley Babbitt, assassinated by a Capitol Hill policeman. And you left love to talk about 
cops assassinating unarmed people. Well, you had it there and they don't say a thing and they lie about January 6th and try to say eight people died that day. Well, they get to that figure by taking gang-related violence that happened in the suburbs of D.C. that yeah. day and call that January 6th violence. It's, they lie, they lie, they lie. That's all they ever do is lie and spin. And uh, Mike, I wanted to say one last thing about that other show is, you know, as the saying goes, if you're getting flack, it's because you're successfully hitting the target. And I want to refer people to an article I wrote a while back at tinyurl.com slash getting flack. tinyurl.com slash getting flack. The same thing with me. You know, I get death threats. And, and you're right, Sauce. The death threats and all that stuff comes from the left literally riot and burn down neighborhoods. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, uh, Joseph. And thank you for the sentiment on the show. I appreciate that. I must be doing something right because, uh, you know, I got, I got these, these deranged, desperate other shows that are using my show as leverage, not only to try to bury my content, but, you know, they're using uh, some of my panelists on their shows to try to get, like, what I said in the beginning of the show, Joseph, the dirt sheets about Savage Unfiltered, you know. Uh, guys, let me say one thing. I deliver the facts on here, whether you want to like it or not. But I don't go and I, I don't make these, these desperate little, like, little, 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 uh, little moves to try to say, oh, well, you know, eh. Uh, bootlicker and this and that, the bootlicker unfiltered. Uh, f first of all, <laughs> bootlicker, do you know what the definition of bootlicker is? Bootlicker is when you do things to sucker things up or you try to, uh, you know, play the, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go along, I'll go along just to get your name across. That's a bootlicker. That's what a bootlicker is. I'm none of that. I'm not a bootlicker. I'm not bootlicking. I'm not doing any of that. I'm yeah. fighting for the yeah. country. Because it's yeah, being over by extreme maniacs. You are far from you are far from being a bootlicker. And see, that's one of the things that did a huge off put because you know what I like about your show is that you're it's good to be unfiltered because at this point we're had enough of being lied to. And you're like the adult in the room, you know, telling your kids, Okay guys, enough is enough. Let's get a dose of reality. And that's why the establishment protected itself, but not the citizens of our country. Their victories have not been your victories. Their triumphs have not been your triumphs. That all changes starting right here and right now. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. It's going to be only America first. Buy American and hire American. No challenge can match the heart and fight and spirit of America. We will not fail. Our country will thrive and prosper again. We will reinforce old alliances and form new ones and unite the civilized world against radical Islamic terrorism which we will eradicate completely from the face of the earth. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. 
We will bring back our jobs. We will bring back our borders. We will bring back our wealth. And we will bring back our dreams. We will face challenges. We will confront hardships. But we will get the job done. Together, we will determine the course of America and the world for many, many years to come. This moment is your moment. It belongs to you. undermine and under discredit your show but that means it's good because you're telling the truth and that you are uh attracting people that are just sick and tired of lies you know yeah yeah and i i wanted to add though for the right price i'm be happy to throw michael under the bus though that's a joke people it's a joke <laughs> oh i was gonna say whoa whoa joseph getting a little yeah. extreme well, yeah I, I get it man i'm uh, <laughs> But guys, I, I want to I want to quote something here uh, by by the former father of the Constitution here. Uh, and he wrote uh, James Madison, you know, with all this division we're seeing, he said that political division is not unusual or new. Now, he wrote this, you know, basically in 1787, uh, wrote this in Federalist number 10 in 1787, a number of citizens who are united and accutated by some common impulse of passion or of interest adverse to the rights of other citizens or to the permanent and irregulate interest of the community. Now, the father of the Constitution, for having drafted much of it and went on to serve as Secretary of State before, before becoming the fourth president of the United States, he's seen that this type of rhetoric that we're seeing in the country uh, was dangerous. It's dangerous now than it when it was dangerous in the, in, in the 1700s and early 1800s. This is nothing new, folks. But this is some of the stuff that the four founding fathers, uh, Joseph and Sas, they warned us about that it was going to happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I I broke news the other day uh, for anybody. I joined the Liberty Beacon team. And since you mentioned federalists and federalism, my first piece there is titled Today's Federalism versus Original Intent Federalists. Because literally, we have fascist federalists today, nowhere close to what the founding father federalist argument argued for. You know, it, it's gone completely off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. And it's gotten to a point where it's dangerous. You know, it's gotten to a point where we are about to lose this country if we don't wake enough people up. And so many people are content with what's going on. And that's the problem. And that the new, fa- that the that the founding fathers, they thought it was good to have like, um, division. They thought it was good to have some healthy division, but at the end of the day, I'm sure that they all got together and still were brothers and sisters and that they were still family, but they didn't expect to have literally uh, people split apart, family split apart, damaged relationships because of 
the political division going on in this day and age. And it's only getting worse. You know, my biggest fear for this next generation and for this country is we are on the brink of a civil war. You know, we look at, I sent Michael uh, a, a, a quick thing, a quick screenshot of what just happened yesterday where the stock market just took a huge plunge. Not only that, but we also had uh, the oil reserves are now at dangerous low levels uh, just because they can get votes. And, you know, we're going to wait until after November when they're going to go way high up. And you also have the railroad people going on strike and you're about to get like more shortages than you ever expected. It's because people can't get together and they're too more worried about, well, being your stupid pronouns and giving money to countries that (laughs) hate our guts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The pronoun thing is, you know, they, they focus on deflections and distractions. And I, I think it was what episode 313 we did just a few days ago, Michael. Uh, yeah. People should go back to listen to that about the deflections. It's all about the deflections. It's the same thing with the White House celebration they had just the other day. And idiot James Taylor, uh, he, he should have been singing happy days are here again because that was the bull they were trying to peddle on the day that the bad economic news was coming out a deflection so that cnn and msnbc and all the the alphabet networks would all cover that false those falsehoods uh, rather than the bad economic news and James Taylor did sing Fire and Rain, which is a song about a disaster. It couldn't have been more appropriate. The entire Biden regime has been a disaster from the beginning to now. And all they've got is deflection and spin and try to get you to look the other way. And Sosslin, you were talking about the gas prices. And sadly, people don't pay attention. These stupid Inflation Reduction Act, which is going to do exactly the opposite, and there's gas, there's all kinds of tax increases in there. And guess when they take effect? After the midterm election, gas price timing. Yeah, one cent a gallon tax increase on gasoline right after the election. So you don't see it coming, and people are too stupid to read the bill or to listen to me or Michael or Sosslin when we tell you what's in the damn bill you're not reading. Well, yeah. you know, Joseph, you mentioned a uh, you mentioned the uh, the alphabet people, right? The LGBT plus uh, community. Well, there's a uh, there's a law uh, that's trying to make its way through the headway here in the state of Florida that activate uh, uh, basically are seeking facts as laws enacted. Now, these lawyers are, are basically uh, purging schools to mention of the uh, LGBT plus people. Now, just out of uh, this article just came out uh, of uh, the Florida Today uh, dot com, which is also seen in Florida Today newspaper coming out of Tallahassee, saying that plaintiffs challenging a Florida law restricting uh, instruction on gender identity and sexual orientation in schools are asking a judge to reverse an order staling their ability to gather information in the case. Now, this is also saying 
that they're going to be used throughout the state to censor any positive or supportive reference to LGBT people. Now, and, and, and basically, layman's term, excuse me, U.S. District Judge Alan Windsor in July put a hold on this ability to seek information from the defendants. Now, there was a there was a speech that uh, that Governor Ron DeSantis said uh, just this past week, and uh, I won't go into the whole lengthy speech because it was uh, roughly about a 40, 45 minute speech. You can check it out uh, on Ron DeSantis. I know that speech was on Instagram and as well as Facebook. Um, he went into lengthy, a lengthy, re- lengthy response about this uh, about this bill trying to get passed through the uh, capital of Florida, which is in Tallahassee. Uh, that Ron DeSantis says, I'm going to continue to fight and pressure schools to challenge these radicalized bills that are trying to get passed in my state. And I will press and press and press until these bills are demolished because this is a disgusting piece of rhetoric that the far left is trying to pass in the state of Florida. Yeah, we we've got since we're talking about extremism and the LGBTQ, it's mainly the trans. Let's be clear. I'm, I know several gay people, and I, I make this distinction. There are gay people who just want acceptance and tolerance, and I've got no problem with them, and they understand my position on traditional marriage and where I come from, and we respect each other, and it's between them and God. Then there are gaytivists is the coin a term I coined. And the trans are gaytivists. They're about not acceptance and tolerance. They're about indoctrination and trying to recruit into the lifestyle. And that's a whole other subject. So let's yeah. just make a distinction of the two. And here in Michigan, the, the, the trans extremists the pedophiles literally have come out. We've got a ballot initiative that's called Reproductive Freedom for All. Well, of course, we all know that to dodge killing babies at any time, any place, up to the moment of birth. Yeah, that's one thing. But this constitutional amendment goes way beyond that. It would negate 50 Michigan laws, including the statutory rape law. They literally want to make sex with minors legal. That's disgusting. Boy, get, Leonard, you look like, I, I swear your lawmakers are work with my lawmakers because Wisconsin's in the same boat. And Wisconsin now proposed a bill where you can do abortion 120 days after the kid is born. Yeah, it's, it's sickening. It's disgusting. It's, and this isn't a legislature problem. This is a left-wing LGBTQ plus mafia uh, got a ballot initiative and lied to enough people to get enough signatures to get it on the ballot. And they're running ads, of course, lying to the people about what it's about so they could try to get it passed. They can never pass anything honestly. They must always lie. Yeah. I mean, did you say, uh, well, there was a, um, 
there was a little uh, – it wasn't really a speech. It was more like a meet-and-greet type of thing. Uh, Biden was just up in Boston not too long ago, and uh, Biden's literally saying now uh, that uh, the Democrats can't afford to lose the, uh, the fall elections. <laughs> He's like – he goes into great detail. He says if we lose the House and we lose the Senate, it's going to be real difficult in two years. And then the crowd was like, well, what about the uh, the 30 donors and guests, uh, uh, Mr. President? And Biden looks at the uh, the people uh, that, that, that asked that question in Boston, and he says, uh, what in the hell are you talking about? Then he goes into some kind of crazy scenario about airports where he was like, did, did, you, did you get that speech the other day? Yeah. <laughs> the man yeah. can't keep it. It's like, you know, the train of, we all lose our train of thought at times. Let's be fair. There's that, and Biden ain't that. Biden has lost his marbles. He has no coherency whatsoever. Well, yeah, like, yeah, hold on, Joseph. Check this clip out. Folks, this is Joe Biden, literally um, in, in Boston, literally saying, uh, when, when he was questioned about the about the midterms and the fall elections that he can't afford to to lose that and the Democrats can't afford to lose that, he goes into some strange analysis that has nothing to do with the conversation about airports, saying what in the hell is wrong uh, with with us about airports. Uh, check this clip out, guys. Folks, America invented modern aviation, but we've allowed our airports to lag behind our competitors today. Today, not a single solitary American airport, not one, ranks in the top 25 in the world. The United States of America, not one airport, ranks in the top 25 in the world. What in the hell's the matter with us? It means commerce. It means income. It means security. And we don't even rank in the top 25, not one single airport. I remember when I was vice president, I was flying to New York on Air Force Two. We landed in LaGuardia. And as I got into the terminal, there was an escalator. This is God's truth. Going up to the gates. And it said, quote, out of order. Will be fixed in two months. LaGuardia. Out of order. Will be fixed in two months. With all the international passengers flying through LaGuardia, taking a look, we wonder why. We wonder why folks in China and others think we're a spent economy. We'll be fixed in two months. And I thought to myself, this is the United States of America. The good news is LaGuardia is changing with a multi-billion dollar investment it's turning into a world-class airport again, just like you're going to do here. Just imagine walking in here when the construction is done, a bright modern terminal. You know you're in the 21st century, in the greatest country in the world, one of the finest cities in the country. And you're not only doing this here in Boston. With this new law across the country, we're investing $25 billion, $25 billion to modify our airports. All right. You know, as I played the clip, guys, you know, you, you can you can clearly see the president's not there, um, you know, not, hasn't been there for a while. Uh, but, you know, he's talking about, you know, about if you watched and paid attention to the clip, 
about bathrooms. He was he was in an airport or something like back in the day or not too long ago. It, yeah, it was actually not too long ago where he seen a sign that says um, out of order. Uh, we'll be back to regular services within two months. And then Biden made a little chuckle about it. He was like, in my days, uh, the, the bathrooms would be fixed within a day or two. What the hell is wrong with us? Well, yeah, I love this Rakuten app. Look at that. I open the app, find a store that I want to use, start buying, and gets me tons of cash back. I just got paid to shop. My favorite thing about Rakuten is just getting money back in the mail. I mean, who would want cash back? The yeah. word salad she gives to answer to even the most softball of questions. Like the other day, what uh, uh, was she on Fox News Sunday? or, or No, she was on Chuck Todd. Yeah, Chuck Todd meet the press. Thank yep. you, exactly. And she's handed a softball to hit out of the park, and she's still completely, utterly unprepared. Like the idiot spokeswoman, uh, Pierre Todd, Pierre, whatever her idiotic name, who's only there because she's a black lesbian. She checked the identity politics box. She is horrible. She is incapable of knowing anything. Every question, she has to go to a folder and read out of a book. You could get automated responses out of Alexa. <laughs> that would yeah. be better than her stupidity. Yeah. Well, 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 uh, Joseph, you mentioned Kamala Harris. Did, did you guys see that that last uh, event that she took place in, where Kamala Harris was labeling the three major dangerous events? Okay, she included. I'll, I'll give you the last two. She included nine eleven, and then. Uh, Fast forward 20 years later in 2021, she mentioned right in the same uh, pretty much paraphrase of conversations of three dangerous events. She included in that conversation January 6th. Yep. And she's not the only one with that DNC talking point. It's, it's yeah. an extension of Biden's get off my lawn speech the other day. Yeah, yeah. Check yeah. this clip out, guys. This is this is the clip of uh, Harris basically going into that full detail. Uh, play that clip, Mackenzie. Thank you. Dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December seventh, nineteen forty-one. September eleventh, two thousand and one. And January sixth. 2021. Anyways, so um, yeah, the, the, you know, I, yeah, I'm sorry, I, I gotta interrupt you. Having written the definitive book on terrorism of our time, terror strikes coming soon to a city near you, and it's not me saying it; others say it. I'm just repeating it. I'm not saying that about myself, but having written the definitive book of terrorism of our time. And of course, 9-11's the biggest chapter in the book. It's part fact, part fiction. It's a blend to make the story flow. But to utter January 6th, anywhere close to 9-11, not, not even in the same book, let alone the same paragraph or the same sentence, is just gut-wrenchingly outrageous and infuriating. 
Yeah. I <clears throat> I personally think that they're trying to keep this January 6th narrative alive so that they can... Okay, yeah. Wow, before we were so rudely interrupted by your internet disconnect, Fast <laughs> was saying that the uh, January 6th, of course, is... Uh, the left white whale, so to speak, and they will not let it go through the midterms and hope that it will mitigate the red wave. And then likely, even though they may likely wind up in the minority, they'll still be harping about it all through to 2024 to continue to try to, you know, get anything to stick they can to prevent Trump from running again in 2024. Yeah, yeah. And you notice, too, I want to I want to kind of relate, you know, towards that. And folks, I do apologize. It's kind of like segment number two here, you know, still within the same show. We're just kind of recording like a few hours later uh, with the crazy thunderstorms, lightning storms that are affecting uh, central Florida here. So I do apologize for that. It's Mother Nature. You can't do anything about it. You just got to, you know, kind of hope hope for the best. Right. But, you know. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was the deep. Eight cutting us off. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Anchor FM is yeah, they're they're different. They're yeah, they're not they're not corrupted like like many other networks are. But um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, kind of relating to what Joseph's talking about, folks. Like you know, have you noticed something, Joseph? Where they're actually they're actually now fighting now. You know where they're the Democrats are pushing that that fight mentality now. Like if there's a there's a uh, like a, a whole little uh, scale uh, that a couple of newspapers are covering. I noticed it was covered in New York Times and the Wall Street Journal uh, this morning. I read that where the Democrats are showing that that fight scenario, where the Republicans are showing the hope scenario. Like, have you been noticing that like the last couple of months now? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, and that's to the detriment of the Republicans to some degree. I mean, I know many in the base that want more fight out of my side. And uh, but, yeah, they're trying to take the high ground. I mean, they really are. I was just at uh, a uh, called the Oak Conference in Jackson. Uh, Michigan on September 10th and the, the topic came up about you know uh, uh, more once we take over investigations and potential prosecutions and I warned yeah I want the swamp drained yeah I want people locked up for actual crimes not trumped up horseshit or uh, moronic minor trespassing charges, actual crimes that were committed, you know, but there is a danger in that if we push too hard because the District of Columbia is heavy blue. So, and we've already seen it. I forget who it was, Sussman, I think it was, right? That was put on trial. All the evidence was there. He would have clearly been convicted if the trial didn't take place in D.C., but the liberal activists on the jury refused to convict him, even with the clear evidence 
of him breaking the law. And yeah. that will repeat itself over and over if we try Democrats in the District of Columbia. We must push for a change of venue. It has to be in a neutral place. Uh, otherwise, again, they will just ignore all the evidence and let the Democrats off, not guilty. And then what will the Democrats and the media say? It was Republicans on a witch hunt. They didn't have anything. They were not guilty. There was no real evidence. It was all revenge. So, you yeah. know, we, we've got to deal with that. We have to be careful because it will be twisted, as it always is. We know damn well they're guilty. We have the mountains of evidence. Comey literally, in 2016, laid out the evidence of Hillary's guilt on several felonies and then said with a straight face, no serious prosecutor would levy the prosecution. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Now, it is true. Had she been put on trial for those things, she'd have been let off. Yeah, we're seeing the same thing unfold, too. You know, when they don't get their way, uh, Joseph, you know, they they cry, and they bitch, and they moan about it. We're seeing the same thing with the, uh, the who is that, the female basketball star, Brittany Gruner, uh, that's yeah. you know, being prosecuted in the in the country of Russia, right? Everybody wants to feel sorry for Brittany Gruner. I just seen a, uh, what the hell was it, a TikTok video that just uh, got released uh, just yesterday, late yesterday, uh, you know, with a countdown, you know, from – uh, day one to like, I think it's up to like now day 100 that just passed, uh, you know, and they want us to feel sympathy for Brittany Grenner. Well, guess what, folks? You know, law, she knew what she was getting into, right? She brought drugs, Joseph, marijuana into the country of Russia. Now, if you're going to break their laws, well, I'm sorry to say, right, you reap what you sow and she's going to have to face the consequences now. Yeah, and Why did she get a bailout? Because she's a celebrity? Has nothing yeah. to do with it. And you're right. You knew. Is the sentence harsh? Yes. For having CBD oil. But you're right. It is their law. She broke the law and she expected to have her black liberal privilege and that woke crap doesn't fly there and no we should not be trading a convicted russian spy for a mediocre basketball player clown who got yeah. what she deserved yeah i mean you mentioned cbd oil i mean yes folks in the united states CBD oil is actually considered legal. You can have CBD oil, but we're talking about Russia, folks. Okay, uh, you know, am I all you know hits and pits and p's and q's with Russia? No, I mean, but I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, hey, you got to respect the country's laws, whether you know they're a communist country, a socialist country, whatever. The laws are the laws, and just because, like Joseph, you know, just because she's you know she's of black descent does not necessarily mean she's going to slide off of the race card scenario for the sympathy. Just because she's a basketball star doesn't necessarily mean she's going to slide off with the celebrity status scenario. She broke the law. You reap what you sow. Just like it was just, just the laws here in the United States. Just because you're a celebrity 
you get what you deserve, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she would have gotten a slap on the wrist here for breaking law, no doubt. And again, is the sentence pathetically over harsh for something so minor, even under Russian law? It should have been a heavy fine and probation, uh, maybe six months in jail, but that's it. But yeah, you know, Americans are stupid. They, they knew eventually they would get an American who was stupid and try to pull something and evade their law that they could then take hostage to then try to get somebody one of their spies back. And again, no. Spy for an idiot basketball player? No. Not a We know that Iran does that. Iran is still holding Americans hostage to try to get concessions. People, why are you going, you know, Iran's slightly different because we, I mean, we know they are uh, out to get us anybody they can and will try to use them as hostage. Russia is slightly different, but there's a similarity there. People, don't be so damn dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that, you know. And um, you mentioned uh, you mentioned inflation in the earlier the show. Um, I, I want to get into a little bit of that, if that's all right with you, Joseph. There's a um, there's, there's new stuff coming out here uh, with the inflation now, uh, where the Biden administration is, is trying to dodge the bullet, so to speak. And uh, every time he, he goes to dodge it, you know, it comes up on the, uh, you know, obviously the conservative or the Republican radar, you know, through the media. And they want to question it. Like, why is he trying to dodge this inflation? Well, uh, just coming out just yesterday, uh, you know, the stocks came out, you know, the, the stats and everything. Uh, there was a daily change in the, uh, the S&P uh, 500 where it was down uh, a little bit. Below five percent, it was looking at about four point three percent. Joseph, obviously the no, I, uh, I lost you there for a second. Your mic cut out. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 all right. Uh, the, the Mackenzie, she Mackenzie, stop doing that. She's trying to fluctuate the uh, the the signal coming in, but it's all good now. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, the U.S. oil uh, future prices, right? $87 a freaking barrel, Joseph. $87 a barrel. But now, according to Joe Biden, he's saying that these inflation stats that the media and newspapers are putting out is absolutely inaccurate. That the economy is at an all-time high. This is some of the lies that we were talking about earlier in the show, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you could look at it. Look at furniture, right? Uh, just just different categories, core categories. Furniture, it's up by 1%, right? New vehicles up by 0.8%. Uh, medical care up by like a half a percent. Shelter, half a percent. Education, half a percent. They should be like way, way up there. Um, gasoline now, right? 25%, 40-year high. Uh, what was the big one coming up there? Um what the hell was it? Oh, airlines. Airlines, 36%. Right underneath airlines, uh, 
um, real estate. Real estate is is really up there. It's high. That means it's affecting the inflation terribly. Real estate was showing at like, uh, what the hell was it? Oh, here it is right here. Real estate, almost 43%. That's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's absurd. Yeah, we were talking in the first half before we got cut off about yeah. the moronic celebration with James Taylor for the Inflation Reduction Act being passed which is going to accelerate inflation, not reduce it. And we talked about the taxes that will hit everyone across the board, whether you make one penny or one billion pennies, you're going to be more in taxes, including a 20 cent extra a gallon gas tax following the midterms. And they always do that. They they front load certain spending and then back load other things they want to hide and or other things they'll never get to, like the, so the fake deficit reduction. They claim there would be a half a trillion dollars deficit reduction 10 years from now. Well, we all know that isn't going to happen. And then one day later, what's he do? He announces a half a trillion dollars. Uh, student loan payoff boondoggle, which immediately didn't even wait a year to erase this pretend deficit reduction. He, he two days later wiped out his pretend deficit reduction. And yeah. the media just covers for these lies and spam and, you know, people failing to learn from history. Oh, sure. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Before I... Before I welcome Soslin into the panel, um, uh, you know, um, Bish Bear with me, Soslin. Um, no, you're good. The, uh, did, you, did you see the new CPI report that just came out uh, from the uh, federal chief, Jerome Powell? And he said, It's time. We've got a global fan event to launch. Drum roll, please. Are you ready for to doom? Ready? I'm ready. Today I get to share a special gift. It's happening. Coming at you right now. The Doom is back. Let's reveal some steamy secrets, shall we? <gasps> I'm very excited for you guys to see it. I'll meet you there. Check out the news you've been waiting for. Get ready for some action. Bonjour, to Doom. It's time. Let me tell you what you're about to witness. I'm so excited to introduce my new movie. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into making this. Here's a sneak peek behind the scenes. It's very exciting, you know? Yes. Hola, hola. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Let's get down to business. It's happening. <laughs> it's magical. Se viene, gente. Se viene. I'm into it, babe. I'm into it. Go time. Take it away. Get ready to have your world turned upside down. I'm ready. Are you ready? Ready. Ready. Because we're sounding the alarm. In five, four, three, two, one. Positions, everyone. We got this. Right? <laughs> no matter how much they try to redefine it and lie about it, we are in a recession. But yes. Yeah, the Biden inflation, which led to a Biden recession, 
is going to turn into a Biden depression. Yeah, you're, you're telling me. Um, welcome back to the panel, Sas. Uh, sorry about before. Obviously, Joseph is aware we've had some really, really major uh, strong cells of thunderstorms and uh, lightning uh, pass through central Florida here. So everything no, seems good. to be Let's just pray and hope that it, you know, the this brand new box they installed uh, handles it correctly. So, <laughs> so you know, I just want to tell you, it was interesting, uh, Joseph and Michael. I did a survey on the investment. I I put money in the investment and the stock market. So I put, I said, are we, are we already in a recession after yesterday's reports came out? And you know how many out of almost six thousand people, you know how many people. Uh, I put down, like, you know how many said, yes, we are. We had, it was overwhelmingly 89% of the the 5,000 people that voted on my poll that's still a week uh, long. The over 89% said, yes, we are in a recession. I don't know what more do they need because, uh, I mean, after yesterday's markets and, um, you know, I, I tell Michael about the stock market and I send him screenshots. And it was ironic because while he was talking about the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, Fox News came. They had to cut his programming short because the Dow Jones plunged over 2,400 points. You want to talk about irony? That is ironic. Yeah. Savaged unfiltered. Dow or the NASDAQ has dropped four times this year already, more than 1,000 points. Yeah. Four times. What are the 11% who think we're not in a recession thinking? They are clearly just liberal, idiot trolls towing the Biden regime's lie line. Yeah, I just uh, I just seen a I just seen a, an article come out um, uh, the other day. Where they're, you know, speaking of liberals and uh, extremists that, you know, we're labeling the show extremism uh, in America. I just seen uh, an article come out where they're they're more worried, uh, Sas and uh, Joseph, about uh, Biden signing student loan forgiveness. Right. They're more worried about other things besides fixing what we need to fix. That's all they care about. Student loan, student loan, got to fix this. Is he going to sign it? Is he going to sign it? Is he going to, I mean, you know. This is how, you know, it's really, it's really depressing. You know, this is how you, I mean, you have, we have bigger problems to worry about. And all you're worried about is, oh, student loans. uh, You want to forgive student loans for an individual that got uh, a doctorate in transgender non-binary studies or basket weaving. I mean, Heavens for or the alphabet people's uh, history to become an alphabet teacher at a university at Harvard. Why don't you give me a break? And it's interesting because AOC, you want to talk? AOC is now saying, "Well, you know, I still can't pay off my student loans, and I owe seventeen thousand dollars of student loan." Well, you dumb broad. You wonder why you can't? Uh, you wonder why you can't like forgive those? It's because you're poor money net money or money management because you can't. Uh, handle your own finances properly. No wonder why you're in fucking debt. Part of my language, yeah. Michael. Well, she could. <laughs> she can afford a Tesla. She can afford a hundred thousand dollar Tesla, but she can't afford her student loans, and that sums it up right there. And you're yep. right, Sus. It's plumbers and waiters and waitresses and busboys. Uh, oh yeah. 
I went to a trade college. All of us who didn't go to the pathetic universities that are giving you nothing but a useless degree for your money, and especially your right sauce, these moron kids that get these completely worthless gender studies or, uh, you know, all the garbage degrees, we got to pay for them. Yeah. More money than us, but we have to bail them out. Well, Joseph, did you see the uh, speaking of, you know, cars and, you know, being uh, hypocrites? Because that's what they are. They're becoming hypocrites. Uh, did you see uh, the video that just surfaced out on Breitbart? Uh, thank you. Hat tip to Breitbart uh, Media. Uh, that just surfaced out on Instagram uh, just earlier, earlier today, this morning, where Biden is, is, is literally blabbing. Uh, when he was blabbing, uh, I mentioned that earlier in the show at the airport about, you know, we need to cut costs and we need to go to electric cars and this and that. And he wants to end fossil fuels and all this other crap and shit. But then again, you see Biden shortly in a video and Biden is in a Corvette and he's smiling and he's getting questioned and interviewed by all the you know media groups and they're kissing his ass and everything. Oh, Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President. Oh. Yeah, you were blabbing about, you know, we need to get more electric cars on the road and we can't have gas fuel cars because it's ruining our climate and all this. But then you pretty much, you know, selling his pitch, uh, guys, right in a gas powered vehicle. Not just a gas powered vehicle, one of the biggest gas guzzler vehicles American made that you can buy. Yeah, and and it's all and you know the sad part is is that you have all these elitists like uh, Leonardo or or whatever Leonardo DiCaprio, all these like so-called leftists that are like all environmental friendly. They're telling us to give up on our gas. They're telling do this for the environment, while they do the opposite. You know, Leonardo DiCaprio has like a Jeep that's got like twelve miles to a gallon, and he like is a gas it's a gas guzzling Jeep. And so here's what I think. I think what's going on is that they're trying to think, okay, as long as we can push everyone to electric vehicles, that means it's going to be beneficial for us because we can shut their power down. And if they don't want, if they say something different, we can shut them down so they can't go anywhere. Unlike a gas-powered vehicle where they have, they can go freelancing all they want. I think it's more of a power control grab. That's what I think. And we're, and we are dumb of enough, we are dumb of enough a nation where we've just fall right for, well some of us are dumb where that we just line up like to the slaughterhouse and we're like oh okay you have me go to electric oh i'll go to electric but then i don't know the consequences because people pull out the loans that they don't have and they become indebted to the government and we yeah. have to of course mention california yeah gavin newsom just signed a decree that no gas-powered cars will be allowed to be sold anywhere in the state of California after the year 2030 or 2035. The exact year is irrelevant. What's relevant here is then he wants you to buy electric vehicles. And then, like I said uh, you know, before, with Biden and the hypocrites, two days later, that deficit reduction that they pretended was there, went away with the student loan promise. Gavin Newsom, the very next day, is saying, 
there will be brownouts and you won't be able to run your air conditioning and please don't charge your electric vehicle. What good is your $100,000 electric vehicle going to do you if you can't charge it because the morons are shutting down all the power plants? Yeah, and yeah. Get this, and don't set your thermostat. Don't drop your thermostat. Leave it at seventy-eight degrees. Don't uh, don't drop it any lower, or you're gonna get you, or you can't go any lower. So he's like, raise up your thermostat if you have yours at sixty degrees in California. Raise it up to seventy-eight. Well, you yeah. don't. I mean, what the? I mean, who the hell are? What kind of leaders are we having this country run? And of course, California is gonna vote Gavin Newsom all over again. And it's just, I mean, it's the hypocrisy of this nation. And it just, we yeah. see it in Wisconsin, we see it in Michigan. It's just, I don't know what, how many, what has to happen where the, the people are finally fed up and are going to do something about it? Yeah, so that's the big thing. It's not the leaders. It is how is there so many stupid voters. Uneducated. Uh, yeah, just completely clueless. They can see this stuff with their own eyes and own, own ears. They know they it, it's not possible for them to at least have a clue what's going on anymore. They choose to remain delusional and vote for these morons that impose. Yeah, it was uh, you know, Joseph. It, you know, it was it was quite interesting, Joseph. We're on the the whole California thing. I put a I put a um, a posting on my Instagram and uh, Facebook oh, yeah. page uh, just it. yesterday. Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, yes, I see that. With uh, we, uh, Sas and I had a, a special on his show uh, just yesterday, uh, covering sports, and um, we it. happened to, yeah, we happened to discuss about Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers is literally saying that California, and he said this right, I, he made this public on his Instagram, saying that California, uh, Joseph, is going to shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can make that up. And there are several states, there's like 10 states, who signed a compact with California that whatever stupid they do, they will follow. I mean, how dumb is that when you see how bad California is run and going downhill even faster to hell in a handbasket than normal, that you would agree to match their stupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you nailed it right on the spot. Nailed it right on the spot. Uh, guys, hold that thought here. I got to get into a uh, a quick sponsor. Uh, uh, just picked up a brand new sponsor here on the show. Uh, I got to plug their plug them in. Um, guys, um, for those who live in um, the Brevard County uh, section of Florida, uh, it's not too far from me. It's the next county over. Uh, there's a, a, a very, very small little uh cafe everybody remember the cafes out there they were great uh head over guys to southern sisters cafe they're located at uh 2242 sarno road in melbourne florida okay um they have a discount right now you can get 20 percent discount every day uh to their um to, to, to military right if you if you have if, you, if you're a spouse if you if, if you're in the military or if you have friends that are in the military, you can get that 20% discount every single day. It's your all-time hometown favorite for breakfast and lunch. Head over there, guys. They have gift certificates available um, through the local newspapers of Hometown News. Head over to Southern Sisters Cafe. 
check him out today. Back here on the show. Yeah. So you're, um, you're starting to sound like Mike Lindell. Are you going to sell coffee too? <laughs> yeah. Hey guys. Yeah. Hey guys. Did anyone hear about that? Yeah, uh, hold on. Uh, hold on. If, if listen, uh, listen, Joseph. If if, if they're if they're going to want to sponsor the show, hey, uh, I'm going to take oh, it. You know, know what I mean? I'm just kidding. Absolutely. I, you know, I I absolutely love small business owners. Absolutely support them. Yes. Yeah. Shop local. That's my thing. Yeah. Did anyone hear what happened to Michael and Dow last night? And I yeah. sent this. Yeah, that is absolutely awful. And I also sent this to. Um, I sent this to where Steve Bannon is like now being, he's actually arrested. And I sent that to Michael. And what are your thoughts on that? Like with what happened to Mike Lindell last night where he, his phone was taken away and he was raided last night. Well, are you shocked? I mean, they're going after everybody that's in the freaking, you know, Trump circle. Of course they're going to go after Mike Lindell because, you know, Oh, we got to raid the Mr. Pellow guy. Like, what the hell are you gonna raid for him? What, what are you gonna find in his freaking house besides memory pillows? foam? You know? Yeah, he already <laughs> released his videos on the election. What what are you expecting to find? Now, this is funny because I got a call from some liberal troll earlier today because I'm the webmaster for the Michigan 12th Congressional District Republicans. So my phone number's out there on that site. And he calls up and starts on. You wear that uh, Tudor Dixon is an election denier? And I said, uh, are you aware that Hillary Clinton still denies she lost the 2016 election and Al Gore still denies he lost? Stacey Abrams? Stacey Abrams still denies she lost. And of course, she's got no response to that. Of course not. Of course not. But back to my pillow. Uh, that that what are they going to find, guys, in his house when they raid it? Nothing Memory but my home. pillow. Yeah, I mean, ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah. What are they going to find on his phone? I mean, are they looking for? Uh, they'll probably manufacture some fake January sixth text. That's yeah. what they're looking for. Another way, like soft before we lost power, and you were saying they will. You do anything to continue the January 6th hysteria. And this is part of that. Watch. Yep. And and also, like, and for instance, this morning, I also sent a video uh, to where uh, Steve Bannon actually is in handcuffs and that he's being escorted out and he's being, like, arrested. And I sent that on, Mike. I said, Michael, you can't make this stuff up. I'm like, I'm doing my Yeah, research. I've seen that stuff. Oh, isn't that sad? I mean, he's a it's true terrible. fighter. Oh. It's terrible. Speaking of, uh, you know, uh, Mar-a-Lago and everything else, did you guys happen to see uh, – this just came out. Um, actually, I, I seen it this morning come out uh, where um, there was FBI that was literally caught red-handed trying to manufacture or fabricate imagery. Did you guys see that story? Yes. It just came out. Yes. That is – sickening and absolutely atrocious what they're doing and that they're also manufacturing the russian hoax and that they paid the paid actors and like paid russians to manufacture the russian call and stuff and that they staged the photo op and stuff and to make sure that they pigeonhole president trump and that's what the whole call was last night that's why he landed uh, 
in D.C. did an emergency visit last yesterday and uh, when President Trump did that. That is just absolutely sick. That's a Russian-style government. That's a Soviet-style. So does that and mean we're going to stop funding Ukraine? Yeah, and yet they are in possession of Hunter Biden's laptop yep. with evidence of criminal activity of him and his father, the sitting president, and they don't give a damn. They are hiding actual evidence while, like you say, Sas, manufacturing false evidence against others. Yep. This is a Russian-style government, and it needs, and there's no accountability whatsoever. I mean, this is I mean, I'm fed up with it. I'm like, I don't know what more we need to do to hold, the, especially the FBI accountable, because I thought the FBI used to be good. Now, I'm not saying all FBI is bad. It's your t- leadership that's absolutely corrupted. Like your TSA, not all your Homeland Security people are bad. But it's your leadership that's all terrorists now. And, well, and well. Sus, if I may cut in here, there, there was a, a thing here because we're going to depart here very, very soon, guys. I, I, I'd like to take this another hour, but I just I, I it's you add this segment plus the rest of the segment we did in the first half. It's over. It's over an hour already. But uh, uh, did you see there was something that um, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, just released a video on her social media, uh, which they're attacking, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I, I, I really feel bad for George's Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene. But. Marjorie Taylor Greene just did a video last night saying that now the Democrats are trying to keep these corrupted type of FBI officials uh, into position. I spoke to this uh, with Joseph off the air, and um, uh, this law, if they pass it, it basically gets a slap on the risk. This is something that the Biden administration and the Democrats want to pass. Um, out of positions controlling the government. So important for any president to be able to do that. Well, the Biden administration, the Democrats, are going to change it. And they're going to pass a bill tomorrow to take away the ability to fire the Schedule F employees. These are the people that never leave. As a business owner, it's so important to be able to fire people in your business when they aren't doing a good job. Well, this is a Democrat effort so that when President Trump comes back into office in 2024, he won't be able to fire the people that the Biden administration has put in place in the executive branch. I'll be voting no tomorrow, and I'll keep you all updated on this bill. Sounds like you're a busy man there, Joseph. Yeah, yeah I forgot I forgot to cover up the phone when we resumed. <laughs> uh, it's all right. It's all right. But we're yeah, we're gonna we're gonna depart here in about another minute or two. You guys wanna add anything before we depart? Absolutely. So I'll go um because I have to continue on my way. Uh, so if anyone wants to listen to a wonderful interview, we had an interview done uh with um Amy Sinha out of Wales. That podcast just dropped, and we're going to do a couple of uh, other interviews going on uh, in the next coming days. So stay tuned, and you're welcome to follow me on my Facebooks, uh, Sasson Timison, as well as I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast service. I'm on there. All you have to do is just put "Remember God Loves You," and I'll meet you at the finish line on your Google search engine, and I pop up. You can't miss me, and hope. Fantastic day, and thank you so much for allowing me to be on the panel, Michael, and keep up the fight. 
All right, take it easy, Sauce. I'll I'll talk with you later, buddy. All right. Uh, but Joseph, Joseph here, um, if if you want to, uh, you know, add anything, you know, before we depart, buddy, the floor is yours. Well, I, I did want to talk, although extremism isn't the right word here. The right word pro words are probably idiotic strategy, because yeah. uh, I I see it coming from my side too often, like. I have a friend, Diane, love her to death. She is one of the sweetest people on the planet you would ever meet, but she just doesn't get strategy. She wants to volunteer when we have booth at like a street fair or whatever. But then if anybody comes up to inquire about the Republican Party and what about what is conservatism or about the Constitution, she immediately wants to drone on about 5G smart meters and chemtrails. Now, I'm not talking about the merit of any of that. I'm not going to even discuss, you know, the pros and cons. I'm a former IT guy. Yes, I know uh, harmful aspects of 5G. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you want people to walk up to you and then just roll their eyes and walk away, do that. That's what you're going to yeah. get. You're not going to get anywhere. What we need to talk about are the things like the Biden laptop and inflation and all those other things. Uh, yeah. You know, like they still try to label the Hunter Biden laptop as conspiracy theory. And it's so easily evidenced and out there. And Bobolinsky uh, 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 confirmed it. There's a guy currently sitting in prison who was Hunter Biden, one of Hunter Biden's partners. And he's crying because, of course, he's in jail, but nothing's happened to Hunter. And certainly nothing's happening to Joe Biden, the big guy who's you know, the still the ringleader of it all. So my point here being, you know, again, it's not extremism. It's just well, well, Joseph, strategy. <laughs> well, J Joseph, you understand what I mean by the by the term extremism. They're 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 using extreme uh, tactics uh, against the people of this country. They're, they're 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 slamming they're slamming panelists they're 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 literally they're calling people out uh, on extreme uh, demeanors of, of wording. I mean, where I mean, listen, arguing with somebody is one thing, but when you take it to the next level, I mean, that's going way too far. I mean, these yeah. people are literally called. You hear your president of the United States, Joseph, labeling. This MAGA Republican, he just said this the other day. Soslin just, you know, before he departed, uh, just yesterday, sent me a, a, a screenshot, an actual video. And I, I checked it out where you have your president literally labeling a MAGA Republican group, whatever, you know, a terrorist. I mean, yeah. this is your president labeling this. This this is our nation. That's the extremism I'm talking about. Yeah, the the wording is – Your show – this episode makes my point. This is something to be talking about. Like we talked about in the first half before the internet interruption, yeah. Camilla Harris literally talking about Republicans being a, as bad as the Giza that slaughtered 3,000 people 
on 9-11, comparing January 6th, where only one person died and it was Ashley Babbitt assassinated by a Capitol Hill cop. The other eight deaths that they pretend happened were gang-related violence in the area they are trying to pretend is January 6th related. So to compare the two is beyond extreme. And my point, these are things we need to discuss, not 5G smart meters and chemtrails. No, no, that's 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 on another topic. That's that really doesn't have a, a, a really a, an important narrative behind it. You need to be talking about what's going on in the country today. You need to be addressing the 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 extremism, the the, the literally of what's going on. Like, like I've mentioned many, many times, this country is in a political warfare uh, within its own nation. You have politicians fighting politicians. You have citizens fighting citizens. You have brothers and sisters fighting one another. Parents fighting one another. Uh, you know, grandparents fighting one another. It, uh, your media groups, your podcasters. I, I'm getting attacked on every single fucking level uh, on the damn network from, from different extremists uh, of podcasts. Literally calling me out, you know, like, oh, you know, you're, you're uneducated and you're this and that. And, you know, you're a bootlicker. And I mean – Whoa, going into extremism on that shit. Let it yeah. go. Stop well, that it. Go, that goes back to episode 313, like we talked about, the deflection. The deflection, yes. They have to have distractions and deflection. And the same thing again with the idiot James Taylor, who I used to be a fan of. I feel like now taking out my uh, James Taylor records and, you know, burning them or running them over as a steamroller. Remember like the disco stuff, Dave? People would buy disco records, which, hey, idiots, you were actually helping the disco artists because you were buying their records to burn them. How stupid is that? But I used to be a fan I, of I James Taylor. God is I, I feel like burning them now. I yeah. really do. Yeah, I tell you what, Joseph, you know, you know, before I, you know, I got it. I got to depart soon because uh, we got to, you know, put the editing and all that together. But, you know, um, it's getting you know, what's getting so bad. It's it's you have, uh, you know, uh, where you have certain networks or certain uh, software companies, uh, social media networks, uh, for example, for example, let me use this for example. Uh, just just earlier today, I got a notification from TikTok. Now, folks, I, I'm doing phenomenal on TikTok. I'm, you know, I'm I'm getting a lot of fan base. I appreciate it. Thank you very much to the people over at TikTok. I never thought it would go that way because I never thought my content or material would reach people like that. But thank you. I, you know, I take I take credit to you know where I see it. But uh, and I and I and I applaud the people for for following me. So thank you. But I'm I'm now getting restriction notifications from TikTok, right? Like I got restrictions from YouTube. I'm completely banned from YouTube. Now they're now they're ready to pull the freaking plug on TikTok. Like I'm not like what the hell? I'm not like labeling anything like extreme. Are are these people that upset? This this is this is the patheticness coming out of this, Joseph, where you actually have big tech companies scared to death of the little man like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they they can't deal in the facts that we deal in. So they yeah. must 
silence us. And yeah, TikTok's one of the few platforms I'm not on, but a couple of weeks ago, Twitter finally permanently suspended my my uh, personal account. I still have my wow. book account, but yeah, so I've been permabanned by fascist books and now permabanned by Twitter. So, you know, wow. it's not surprising wow. and it's all to deal with they can't handle facts. And when they cannot refute your facts, they engage in ad hominem attacks or anything to silence you, which is what they're trying to do to you. Well, God, you know, thank God we have uh, two platforms out there to rely on, True Social and uh, Rumble, I mean, <laughs> and Locals, right? Locals is a good one. So, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, I like Locals. I'm on, I'm on Gab, I'm on Truth, I'm on uh, the Liberty Beacon Talk, I'm on MeWe, I'm on Nextdoor, which is mainly just local, you know, neighborhood yeah. watch of Locals. Getter, Parlor, Freely, Free Talk, Cloud Hub, Mind. Yeah. And that ain't even all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Uh, Joseph, I'm getting, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, a head turn by Mackenzie. It's, it's she's telling us, so we got we to gotta depart yeah. here soon. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're way over now that we, yeah, we're way, way over. <laughs> yeah, Mackenzie's giving me, like, the fingers and everything. I see you. We're going to, yeah, okay. But, uh, Joseph, it's been a great, great show, with great episode today, a good hour and probably 30-minute show after the editing and all that. But, uh, you know, Joseph, uh, you know, like I tell everybody, don't don't bend the knee. Continue fighting. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. I got the TV on in the background, Newsmax is on. And guess what? They just showed Biden at the Detroit Auto Show sitting in the Corvette like you were talking about. <laughs> I did, was, I, was I lying or what? I told you, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, told you. I don't think he's in Detroit today because we got the auto show going on. But yeah, yeah, with a bunch of gas cars. Yeah, you're not promoting an electric vehicle. He's in a yeah. gas car, and not just any gas car, a gas truck. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's promoting bullshit. Anyway, Joseph, nice talk to you, buddy, and uh, keep in touch, man. All right, love it, brother. Take care. God bless. All righty.